the very interesting show contains mature adult content not suitable for anybody. If you classify as anybody, turn back now. You've been warned. Finish him. Good evening, everybody. Welcome. It is time for the main course in our simulation radio doubleheader evening. It is Thursday, October. I forgot to finish writing it on the board, but the it first. is October 1st, 2020, and it is episode number 28 of The Very Interesting Show. I was trying to write October 1st over on the board there, but yeah. literally just before the show, I was uh, wiping it down with a, a Clorox wipe with one of those hand sanitizer wipes, which if you inject into your system will not actually cure coronavirus, by the way. Just thought I should let that piece of information go out into the ether and see what happens from there. Oh, man. But, that's, how yeah. they, that's how they cured mine. It is. It is. I mean, it cured some people's, but it will not cure most people's. But I was trying to write October 1st on the board so that I could remind myself exactly what day it was, despite the fact that I've already done this on another radio show this evening. And it just wasn't wor- it just wasn't working out. October. Yeah, well, well, I'm just glad that you're not one of like an um, Bruce Almighty, uh, <laughs> <laughs> where he just reads everything that's written. Just uh, yeah, it's uh, Thursday, October. Hey, I I'm not I saying that, was, that I have. I thought that was Anchorman. No, that was Steve Carell in Bruce Almighty. No, he, he did the he did the the no, garbled voice, right. but an no, anchor man, right. uh, oh, Ron yeah, Burgundy, yeah, yeah. just reads the teleprompter as is. I'm messing up my Steve Carell characters. That... Honestly, no, there was a bit in Bruce Almighty about that too, where where Jim Carrey's it was a cro- God it was a cross character. of the two. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was that exact situation, but somehow they they can shoehorn Steve Carell into messing up the teleprompter. So Johnny Horndog, you're over there. How are you doing this evening? Nice. I like that energy. And Justin's over here joining us as well. How are you doing? Hi. Hi. I'm doing well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh. Honestly, I was down for your the the half-hearted, hi, I'm here, I'm present. I, I was I was down for it. Gene, of oh, course. I got, to, I got to play with dogs this morning. It was great. It takes a lot of the energy out of, out of you, doesn't it? Like you only no, have not really. Certain, oh, really? It, it's, it gives it's you energy? It's calming and relaxing. Mm. I can see that actually. Distressing. <laughs> I can see it. I can imagine that it gives the same effect as like people watching dog videos on Facebook, except you get to interact with them in real life. You get to touch the furry little little fur babies. I don't know. They're definitely better than real babies. Yeah, real babies are ugly. And I don't care what anybody says. Real babies are fucking disgusting. <laughs> if anyone <laughs> says, Oh, your baby's so cute, they're fucking lying yeah. to you, bro. Yep. They are. Speaking of of cute things, we got a five and a half week old kitten that was staying with uh, our vet services team because they're too young to stay with us. Oh, what do they do with that? Do they like actually watch over it until it's able to be? Well, I mean, given it's, to it's somebody just or is, does this medically it? medically boarded because it's too young to board in the facility? Who boards that? Who brings a five and a five and a half month old kitten over to um, the, the facility? People the... that uh, going on vacation and decided to get a new pet. <laughs> hey, they picked the perfect time to get a new pet. I don't know what the deal is with somebody that decides, hey, we're going to get a new pet and go on vacation at the same time. Like, was the well, pet... to be fair, to be fair, they are they were uh, their existing clients. So they have mm-hmm. 
other pets that have stayed with us in the past. Oh, so this one's just so, like a, you give the client the benefit of the doubt. Hey, we kind of know them. We're just going to assume that this five and a half well, they, month old kid and there's no funny business here. Well, I mean, obviously we have to ask questions to make sure our vets, the so. vet services team asks questions to make sure, you know, certain things are in place. Like the, they don't have to bottle feed the cat every two hours. Mm. It's already been uh, transitioned over to some wet food and it's uh, b- box trained. So you're actually, you're basically doing all of the work for the owner. In a sense, wait. wait oh, I mean, that's what on. my whole business is all yeah, about. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, hey, you gotta, you gotta. You're telling me this cat has been trained how to box. That's what I'm very curious. I'm I honestly didn't say down boxing for, training. You said, said box, box training. training. I was. Mm. I, I just figured the cat knows how to you box. Know, yeah. Round one. I was. Fight. I was down for <laughs> litter box training. I was down for that. I was honestly down for the uh, the spectacular fucking cat. Fighting ring, kitten fighting rings, more specifically. I know that we might be getting into <laughs> Michael Vick territory here, but hey, it's the other say, animal. We need a Michael Vick for cats. The other so, domesticated animal. Yeah, I, I was gonna say a cat fight is something very different. Mm. <laughs> hey, there is room it's, to be the Michael Vick of cats out there. So if anybody out there wants to be the Michael Vick of five and a half month old kittens, then that role is available for the taking. I feel like that's a kitten market fight that, club. Yeah, it's just a market that's not been very well yeah. tapped. So. Yeah. I mean, we should better we should better trademark that real yeah. quick before someone audio steals trademark that idea. Uh-huh. for uh, October first, two thousand twenty. Mm-hmm. Audio trademark. It, this is how it works. Honest- <laughs> <laughs> trademark, God. trademark. We, yeah, we yeah. It. We got to rush to do it. it. I mean, I've written it down on my poorly torn out of a notebook piece of paper, and I I'm a little bit disturbed by this thing that my show notes is on because I don't know if you guys like remember being in school and you like tore pieces of notebook out of your or pieces of paper out of your notebook. I don't know if you were meticulous enough to like actually rip it out by the crease or if you're just slam it right or just rip it right no, off. See, don't even give a fuck. I had a bit of an OCD moment when mm-hmm. I was in like third grade because I got one of those like dollar notebooks, uh, one subject, one oh, where it's no. non-perforated. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So uh, do I to cut all of the paper out. And put it in a, in like my trapper cube. You like three hole punch it? <laughs> no, it was already three hole punched. <laughs> oh, that's it though. I just because it wasn't perforated, so pulling the sheets out, the teacher didn't accept the 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 paper if oh, it was no. if it had the this whatever the shit on the side is. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she would make us cut it. So I would just you know one step ahead and I just cut the paper. And after that, my parents got me the perforated. Cut. And it was a dollar, right. so you also probably had to draw the blue and red lines on the paper yourself. That just didn't come. I had to draw the red li- yeah. the red line on the back. <laughs> <laughs> actually, had the margin for the back. Had Wait, to be, really? Had to be re- yeah. <laughs> it was only one red line on the front. Somehow I believe that a dollar dollar general uh, dollar no, general this notebook. was from Walmart. Oh, from Walmart. It's even. I don't even. I don't know if I want to say that's day. even better or if that's even worse. It's but. like the red lines just drawn in red crayon, not perfectly straight either. <laughs> like, like a child right. did it. Mm. So, Gene is also here. Eventually, he will be here uh, once he gets off of work and will be joining us for our remaining two segments of the day. We'll get to. Florida Man Strikes Back at roughly 10.55, 11.30-ish when we come back from our first break. And then when we come back from our second break, we're going to do a little bit of a different show format today. We're going to do save our save our wrap-up, save our updates, and save our, our personal stuff for the end. We'll kind of cool down, decompress a little bit, have a good time. I know that uh, Justin, me and you were talking about this the other day. 
And I think, I, I think this is a good uh, like kind of like middle ground. Yeah, we're gonna for, try for what we were talking about. But yeah, I we're gonna try you had something. This, you had this in mind before before that discussion. I did have something like this in mind before that as a way to potentially pivot into something different. But I I I. The we'll fact see how that, it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. And the fact that other people feel this way too, it was just validation. Then all right, let's let let's try try this out too. I think it could work. And I also agree with the points that uh we want to get to we want to start with the juicy stuff. We want to slowly work our way off the juice <laughs> as we get to the end of the show. We want to start off just completely injecting the juice into our veins, and then slowly but surely as the show goes on, we want to kind of just completely deteriorate. Everything from the inside out. Yeah, just deteriorate into madness and experience the very, very painful. See how many rabbit holes we can go down today. Quite a few of them because we've got a couple of interesting stories. Of course, Florida Man strikes back. They Florida men are doing very interesting Florida things. I think it's all Florida men today. There's no Florida women or interesting Florida things or Florida children. Yeah, I there could. That one, one story might be a little bit questionable. The <laughs> children thing. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. The man child. Yeah, which yeah. there are a lot of. There are a lot of everywhere. If you've been out in three public, of them in this room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you've ever been out in public, or if you've ever watched this radio show, then you're you're in the presence of greatness. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything else better to say <laughs> besides that, but. <laughs> as great as we are, there's a little bit of a concern that I have. Oh John. yeah, What's yeah. That? There's no, I, and I specifically wanted to talk about this to you guys because you guys are the ones that live here. I'll, I'll I'll leave Gene out of this. I'll leave Gene out of our business here with this, which is that I'm a little bit concerned about some of the noises that are coming from the walls mm. and the toilet. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm it's, so sorry. I meant to put up extra padding before I jerk mm. it. I just get really into. The type of porn that I want that particular so day. How many, how many holes do you have in the wall now? Uh, six or nine. Six or nine, yeah. roughly. Yeah, roughly, not roughly. softly. No, that's no. how I like it. <laughs> but I'm a little bit concerned because you got to stop fucking the wall, John. Yeah, the whole. I thought Don't, the you whole kink wasn't... shame me, motherfucker. Well, yeah, you, you're kink shaming. We don't know how big six or nine of those holes are. At least one of them could be big enough to to stick something into. We don't. We don't know. Oh, I've tested all of them. Mm. They're all big enough. They're all big enough. Mm-hmm. All six or nine of them. You, mean you still don't know enough. how. Oh well, uh, <laughs> about that. You, hey. you promised not to talk about that on the air. Yeah. Hey, is we're gonna have to have an off-air discussion about this. If if this Listen. is if this is I didn't I didn't think that here for the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't think John intended to come out like this. On, on on the show exactly like this, but I'm a little bit concerned, guys, he's, because he's a wall fucker. We're all fine with it. <laughs> hey, I I I didn't know I didn't know that that he had chosen <laughs> the show to come out today as a wall fucker. But you know what? I'm perfectly down for that. I accept you as a wall fucker, John. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I feel feel so much better so now. Breaking down all kinds of. Borders and barriers. <laughs> 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 Call and me cl- Ronald Reagan. Tear down this wall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some people are just enjoying it a little bit more than others. So <laughs> I, for one, can't wait for Trump's border wall so I could fuck it. 
Hey, I, <laughs> you're one, great. Yeah, there are plenty of people that are looking forward to it for that specific purpose because I believe there are going to be parts to it that have like fences and they're going to have like oh, I chain you were links. Say glory hoses, but that's well, be that, great. That's exactly the point that I was getting at, though. Is that a fence is is an offense in essence just like one hundred glory, uh, glory bigger wall. glory holes? Yeah, Can you imagine just a mass wall of dicks. Oh, uh, just on one side. One. Giant fence glory hole. Yeah, you want you want your citizenship. <laughs> God, but the noises that the houses is, are making is really really concerning. I walked in the bathroom the other day and it's I. Coming, it's been isolated to the hot water heater. Yeah, that's what. See, I don't actually know what's going on with that. I'm just choosing to be amused every time I walk into the bathroom and step in front of the toilet. About to about to just whip the belt off. You hear the clink of the belt almost come off, and then. Well, I'm glad you're fucking amused. I'm trying to sleep all night, and I that's know, all I can hear. I, I know. Thought, I thought motherfuckers were constructing a motherfucking fort in their room. It was like, Aaron! Aaron! Stop making a fort! It's it's harder than it sounds, not making a fort. But we'll hear these I fucking noises. Else that's pretty hard. Mm, I, well, well, <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll you deal wanna, with you, this. You want to check out my wall later? <laughs> 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 God, I don't know, man. But I'll hear those fucking pipes. I can totally understand how ridiculously frustrating this must be because I'll hear it downstairs too. And I imagine that like the fucking bangs that sound like they're coming from where the fridge is, but I'm assuming that it's actually the the pipes where where the fridge is. Those are yeah. right up against the master bedroom, which is where you uh, you live. And it well, not only that, he's got his own bathroom there, so the pipes yeah. there are shaking and stuff too. Oh God, my God. Yeah. <sighs> I can imagine the fucking noises that we that we hear when we walk into the bathroom and hear the fucking toilet and shower I mean, hissing the, the at fir- us. The first day that it started happening, I was taking a shower and the water pulsed like yeah. seven times. Or like se- on several different occasions, it was like a handful of pulses. See, like, my shower has that setting and it's great for masturbation. Yeah. Oh God, you do you have one of those shower heads that you can like detach? Ours, and... ours, well, ours doesn't detach, but we have a pulse setting on ours as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the pulse setting. <laughs> I see. Okay. Um, nice and steamy. That pulse and just ooh, go ahead. Man, I can't believe I'm about to tell this story. But when I was uh, when I was young, I had we had one of those detachable shower heads in yeah. the house that we have grown up, it and breaks. I know that everybody that's listening to this knows exactly where this fucking story is going i can't imagine that you're not hearing a detachable showerhead and masturbation in the same idea and not think about uh where this could be going so when i was growing up mind you i was about like maybe when i lived in this house it was the high school to late middle school days before i ended up going to college and we had a we had a detachable showerhead in our bathroom and I would specifically go and take showers sometimes just to be able to fuck with the shower head and be able to take the shower head off and put it in some interesting places. I've learned <laughs> I learned that uh, there's a very particular spot that if you place the shower head under and just let it let it do its thing, <laughs> then it'll it feels really fucking good. Did I got to just tell cycle you. through all the different settings yes, just to be like, yes. yeah, this one's the one. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had a specific I had a specific setting for a particular location and a shower setting that was associated with that particular location on my body to make it feel just bada bing, bada boom. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. It was it was wonderful. <laughs> hey, I had to got to meet the quota. There, there was my one. There was my one, everyone. 
We I had to get to it. So I'm very concerned about some of the noises that are occurring in in the house. I what is the name of the ghost that lives in the house again? Bob. Bob. That's what I thought. I didn't want to just call him Bob. Bob's, Bob's being angry right yeah, now. Yeah, he's very angry. Well, I, I think that makes sense as to why I heard heard so much construction noises. Bob the Builder, can we build it? Bob the Builder, go fuck off, bro. Yeah, he's trying a little bit too hard. I honestly, I'm not down for him building it. I kind of want to see him just get canceled, and uh, that that's how it goes. But, you know, he's doing stuff in those pipes, I guess. Maybe he found uh, Mrs. Bob, and I guess she lives here now, Shaking too. Shaking some pipes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him and Mrs. Bob. I don't, <laughs> I, don't know Bob's, I don't know Bob's last name, but we're well, just going to go with like, Mrs. Bob. It's like... Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bob and Mrs. Bob. Isn't that how you like, that's a very, very old fashioned way to call your wife is like, remember how you would call Mr. That reminds me of a Simpsons bit where, where uh, Sideshow Bob gets Homer, Mr. Homer's. and Mrs. Bob Terwilliger, where a Sideshow Bob gets married in one of the episodes, I guess. Uh, oh, to Selma. In one of the earlier seasons, <laughs> one of the best episodes, and Mr. and Mrs. Robert Terwilliger, and it reminds me of a very old-fashioned way of of referring to like your wife or referring to things as, oh, this is my wife. She's Miss Mrs. First and last name, and it seems kind of odd to me. Is that what '60s wives wanted? Is to be referred to as uh, Mrs. Robert Terwilliger? I'm sure in some circles. Only if, yeah, I was gonna say only if it were like prestigious circles where, oh, you're the president's wife, so you're, you're. Well, you guess you could be yeah. the first lady. Yeah, you're but, just Jackie O at that point. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> Jackie O, man. JFK I, killed himself. Hey, hey, it could have happened. Have you heard that conspiracy? He had a gun in the car the whole time. Oh my God, he had a gun in the car the whole time. It. Is that the deepest conspiracy theory that I've ever heard? Probably not, but... Mm. I, not even close. No, no, no. Almost certainly not. My my conspiracy theories go balls deep. Mm, balls yeah. deep? Yeah. Speaking of balls deep, actually, I was shopping on Amazon the other day, mm. and I was doing some shopping for like some studio equipment, and to uh, there was something else I had to get to. Oh, I'd, I have to get a prize. And by prize, I mean I have to get something that is for our next week five bonus show that I was shopping for on Amazon. And we'll we'll get to that in our third segment. I'll give a little bit of an update as to to how that's going. But I was doing some shopping on Amazon for some show-related stuff. And also, at the same time, I was also doing some shopping on Amazon for underwear just Mm. because. Usually I go to Walmart and buy the the really cheap ones. it's going to be a sex toy. Yeah, yeah, it is. I was hoping. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I was hoping it was going to be a microphone you could fuck. That goes in. So it's like a. I don't even know. A fuck a phone? I guess so. I like it. TM that one quickly. Yeah, fuck a phone. Also, audio trademark Octube 1st, 2020. I was about to say Ferd, 3rd, 2020. I was like, no, I already fucked up one of those dates. October 3rd. <laughs> well, I think we have a show title today, though. October Ferd, the, the show for today. So I was shopping for on Amazon for some underwear also because it's getting about that time. The ones have, they've got some tears in all the wrong places. How many it's, holes does it require for you to be like, yeah, 69. I need to 
six, six nine or nine. Holes. I don't know yet. It yeah. could be six or nine. Six just or like nine the wall holes, situation. and that, at that point, you're just like, yeah, it's time for a new one. I got crotch rot just rotting yeah. out the whole like front piece. It turns it's now into some... uh, sheer underwear instead of hundred uh, percent cotton. <laughs> 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 I legitimately had a pair of boxers that were just like that. <laughs> After a while, you could totally see my dick in the right lighting. My mom loved it. <laughs> that's actually that's actually the story that or that's actually the direction that the story was going, which is that I was finding myself being very uh very distracted by some of the uh the Your underwear models. Cock. Yeah, no, not mine actually. <laughs> Definitely not mine. It was by actually the ones from the the underwear models on Amazon. I ended wow. up getting that see there was a point a in time. Turned on, are we? <laughs> just a little. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Just Is that what you were way. doing in my room? You were investigating my 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 holes in my wall after doing some underwear shopping? Yeah, yeah, I was investigating the holes because I was so distraught by these underwear models and I, there came to a point where I had already bought what uh what underwear I want to buy. I got one with uh with some robots on it because of course they're they're Come they're out there. Me. Yeah, they're they are out there. They're listening to us. They're deciding what we think and what we feel and what we say they're figuring out everything so of course i had to immortalize them in you know just put them right in the right place which is on my underwear <laughs> on put, my put ball right sack yeah and eventually after making those purchases i came to a point where i was just you know how you've already bought the thing that you want to buy and yet still somehow i don't know if anybody else does this but they'll continue browsing on amazon for stuff that they might not need but they're Maybe stuff that tangentially related to what they bought. Sure. They're like assessing, oh, ooh, did I make a good purchase? Like I, a, I do that on a daily basis. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so I was doing that w- after window shopping on Amazon. Yeah. I was doing that uh after buying a couple pairs of underwear, a couple packs actually. And I found myself getting like ridiculously distracted by like, oh my God, look at the fucking cock outline on this guy's fucking <laughs> on, on this on this Amazon underwear model. And I literally spent like 10, 15 minutes just down this rabbit hole, like, oh my god, I cannot believe that they're showing this on Amazon right now. Free softcore porn, man. Yeah, the softcore. It, it, they have to be soft, otherwise it would be... Those, those, they wouldn't sell very well for yeah. underwear if they, if they were yeah. soft. Yeah, Unless we, they concealed a boner. They could, honestly. Those would be... I, if they could sell... If they could... Uh, figure out a way. Yeah, if they could figure out a way. I honestly... Or, I had to stop for a second there because I was like, I'm not sure if I want to go down this rabbit hole. But, <laughs> or even better, <laughs> instead of underwear that conceals a boner, one that accentuates it. Or maybe it has some like padding in it so yeah. it always looks like you're hard 24-7. That's another way to go, too. I can get behind that. T- it, trademark it. Trademark it. Again, we, we are down for these fucking audio trademarks tonight. A Thursday, <laughs> October 3rd, 2020. <laughs> we've got, at, what, what are we at? Three is our running tally mm-hmm. of audio trademarks for yeah. tonight. So we are really banging it out on the uh, on the innovative product category. So, <laughs> wow, I, I got so wrapped up in that Ooh. joke that I forgot where the next direction was. Uh, so, you were talking about cock outlines in yes, underwear. Yes, yeah, somehow we made it to cock outlines on Amazon. So, I, <laughs> And by somehow, I mean I'm very aware of how we made it to this point. If Octobi doesn't make the cut, cock on uh, cock outlines on Amazon. <laughs> could yeah, be a, could I be know. A close second. We've got a good, very solid yeah, definitely couple of show a, titles. a pretty good. Uh, Eye grabber right there. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's going to be... Cock outlines, what? On Amazon? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's going to be thick and juicy whappers, but uh, somehow... <laughs> yeah, that was from number 27, not last week, but the week before, where we talked about... Uh, 
the do- Travis Scott burger yeah. at McDonald's and pivoted that into uh, it's lit. Yeah, it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> Something's lit, and I don't quite know if it's a thick and juicy whopper at Burger King. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I just got a little little bit of a shiver. So no, I came. Oh, you came. Yeah, that's that was, a, yeah, that was my O face. That's that's a different it's a different reaction. <laughs> <you find> that? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So we'll get to some stories now because there's one story that is not, I think, going to uh, make you come. And this first one actually <laughs> don't get yeah, shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You underestimate the power. I underestimate of the you. Well, you know what? Actually, we I'm going to to give you this story because this story was actually not one of the ones we were planning on talking about tonight. This okay. is a voice of light spillover one, which is a uh, a giant rat. Now I don't know if a oh, giant yeah. rat sounds appealing to anybody. Uh, now, hey, I <laughs> you've already came once on the show. I thought you needed like a so, cool down listen, time. Nah, man, <laughs> it's very short. It's very. Just like everything. Mm, (sighs) (sighs) That's what I'm saying. A rat has, for the first time, won a British charity's top civilian award for animal bravery, receiving its honor for searching out unexploded landmines in Cambodia. And then exploding (laughs) them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, no! The rat found it! Purple heart. Yeah. You the, just put it on a chunk of its tail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nope. That's just an earthworm. Hold on. <laughs> uh, congratulations. It was, we bestow upon this rat the highest honor of searching out unexploded landmines in Cambodia. But somebody's got to do it. And I guess this giant hero rat, Magawa, 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 M A G A W A, Magwa. It's a giant African pouched rat. I feel like it could be silent. Magwa. I, that's what I'm, I don't know. Yes. Was awarded the People's Dispensary for Sick Animals as gold medal for his life-saving oh. bravery and devotion <laughs> after discovering 39 landmines and 28 items of unexploded ordnance in the past seven please, years. Please tell me they gave him like the like the creme de la creme of the garbage, all well, the scraps for the, him to eat. Yeah, or 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 he could have a taste for human flesh. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Megawa is the group's most successful rat, having cleared more than 141,000 square meters of land, which is the equivalent of some 20 soccer fields. Imagine it, the equivalent of like 20 soccer fields having a little rat just kind of, and by little, I mean giant rat, apparently. How, how, how big is this? How hefty is this guy? It seems, let's see. Still I'll, up on the screen. Let's see yeah, what this I'll, guy I'll looks put like. A, I'll put a video of this rat up on the screen here. That way we can all uh, we can all see it if you're watching the live show at veryinterestingshow.fm slash live. For for the time being, it'll be at very interesting show fm slash live. So I'll I'll put this uh, put this rat video up on the screen here, and we can see exactly how big. Uh, yeah, we full screen this for you guys too. This is award winning Matt rat. It's kind of cute. Oh, there's gold medal, gold medal, Magawa. That that Nipping. rat you see you see those black black circles around his eyes. Yeah, that he rat has seen some <laughs> shit. Man. What is that? Yeah, what does that mean? Is that like a particular I stress indicator no, on the rat? No idea, yeah, he's man. just been I'm hard a, at work. He hasn't got a lot of sleep. Yeah, clearing six terrified of dying. You know, instantaneously by uh, violent explosion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's an adorable little little rat. Oh, he's it, there's something. He's holding up a prize. There's, oh, is that a, what is that? It's food. It's a food. Yeah, it's got to be food. It's a food. It's, it's a, a food. food. Yeah. 
Get it, Magawa. You deserve it. After uh, more than 60 million people in 59 countries continue to be threatened by landmines and unexploded ordnance. I think that's a weird name. I was going to call it out earlier, unexploded ordnance. That's, that's the word for it. Is that actually the word for it? Mm-hmm. I guess I'm um, not as up to date on my military terminology, but I don't know if that's actually military terminology. Un- unexploded ordnance, it sounds quite official. But Magawa was trained by a Belgian organization that has taught rats to find landmines for more than 20 years. And this group works with programs in Cambodia, Angola, Zimbabwe, and Mozambique to clear millions of mines left behind from wars and conflicts. So It's pretty dope. Yeah, the fact that there's a rat, which I'm assuming this does not just extend to it being a rat. I guess I'll put us back up on the screen. This does not just extend to being a rat. I'm assuming that they train other animals to do this. Yo, PETA must be losing their mind. Just yeah. rats, man. Yeah, I would. They're not just rats. They're living creatures on this earth. They deserve to be here, not to clean up after your tools of war and destruction and death. Yeah. How so dare they? There goes Magawa. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no, Magawa, no. <laughs> we were, he was, uh, I don't know. He was, he was so, he was so young. <laughs> <laughs> he will be missed. Wow, okay. Apopo, which is the uh, the other group that works with these uh, programs. Also known as uh, Bacon yeah. or <laughs> Pigs. <laughs> or <laughs> the chief executive, Christopher Cox, which from a South African organization or from an out African organization, is surprisingly one of the most normal names that I have read between uh, Voice of Light tonight, Voice of Light last night, and the show last week and the show of the week before. Between reading all these stories and reading all these fucking names from people, Christopher Cox is the most normal name that I have read in at least a couple of days' worth of doing stories for this radio show. Normal? Yeah, Christopher Cox described Magawa's medal as a huge honor for our animal trainers, but it's also big for the people in Cambodia and all the people around the world who are suffering from landmines. I like how suffering from landmines was worded here as though they're just suffering from... like (laughs) The the presence of landmines. Are you suffering from landmines? Hundreds of children every day... Fall victim. That's quite the juxtaposition. You know, like whimsical music with like landmines and children parts. Yeah, yeah. See, I was thinking we were given like a public service announcement. No, no, it's yeah. (laughs) That's why I went with with the the sad song. Like, (laughs) for only $3 a day, you can sponsor a landmine. (laughs) (laughs) You get to give it a name, too. <laughs> so yeah, uh, explodey McExplodey face. I can imagine that everybody would be naming their man line. Man line. Not man line. You got you got some jock straps Lighty on the brain. Line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. I've been looking at a little too many cock outlines on Amazon. I guess <laughs> got got man lines on my mind. <laughs> Oh, man. So Subway, you guys have heard Subway before. You know what? I'm going to keep the sad music going for this because we don't know. We have a revelation about Subway bread. And this comes from an Irish court from London. The Ireland Supreme Court has ruled that bread sold by the fast food chain Subway contains so much sugar that it can no longer be legally defined as bread. So you're walking into Subway. You're no longer allowed to order bread, I guess. You just walk in. It's a... it's yeah, uh, can I get uh, Italian urban cheese, uh, bread-like product? Like a pastry. 
It's like how American cheese is not actually cheese. It's it's um, yeah, it's some Canadian bullshit. Yeah, it's like American cheese-like product, or I think is what the wording is. Yeah, I'm keeping the sad music going because the re- the rest in pepperonis for Subway's bread. That yeah, can I don't no give a shit about Subway. Bread. You've never eaten at Subway. I have eaten at Subway. Do you not have? Do you have a go-to like it's sandwich? Just better place? sandwiches. Yeah, Wawa. Yeah, <laughs> I got at this point, Wawa has kind of taken over. Like, uh, which, by the Wawa. way, the Gobbler is back. The Gobbler? What is that? Oh, you don't know the Gobbler? No, I don't. That's Junk. my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not what you meant. But no, uh, no it's uh, it's no. A, we're talking about the sandwich, it's a sandwich here. at uh, uh, at Wawa. It's their uh, uh, Thanksgiving-ish themed. Uh, it's got the, the turkey, turkey and gravy. In and gravy. gravy. In gravy. In gravy. Yes, wow. turkey and gravy, uh, dressing or stuffing, however you prefer to call it, um, and then uh, like cranberry sauce. That's on top. On of a it. sandwich. Oh, it's fucking delicious. Right, you know what? I I I criticize that, but at the same time, I would walk in there and I would try the fuck out of that. Oh, Especially yeah. when yeah, it's yeah. fresh. Yeah. Oh, oh, baby. Man. Oh, baby. <laughs> you know what's not fresh, though, is Subway's bread, because yeah. it is being ruled. The ruling came in as a tax dispute brought by Bookfinders LTD, which is an Irish Subway franchisee, which argued that some of its takeaway products, including teas, coffees, and heated sandwiches, were not liable for value-added tax. So, of course, the tax man is what brings this revelation to light. It's... <laughs> that. It's the, uh, they brought uh, down Al Capone, and it can bring down the Subway... Subway uh, the, bread. The European franchise. Yeah. It's just for, for Europe. Ireland. Yeah. Over here uh, in America. The Irish franchises. Oh, yeah. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. Over here in America, we will take our pasteurized <laughs> bread sugar product, God damn it, and we will fucking, we will consume it like true Americans. We will shovel it into our fucking mouths. We will just shit it out into the toilet, and that is what we're going to do. We're just going to consume, not give a fuck about what's in it, and... But honestly, the, the details for that is is kind of weird. Like for the the reason why it's not classified, I don't know. I, I assume you guys read the full articles. It's a panel of judges actually. It rejected the appeal on Tuesday, ruling that the bread sold contains too much sugar to be categorized as yeah. a staple food, which is not taxed. And so that was the the issue that came up here, which is that if since bread could be potentially categorized as a staple food, yeah. that would give the uh, the it's the like ninety percent of their products. Yeah, so. <laughs> it would give them a tax credit, and so the fact that this is no longer able to be classified as bread means that Subway in Europe, or at least Subway in Ireland, is no longer going to be classified as like they're not going to get a tax break from the bread anymore, which is which is a shame. The law makes a distinction. Oh, no. Poor it's supposed corporation. to be. It's supposed I know. to be what two percent. Uh, sugar compared to the weight of the flour. Yeah, there is no dispute that the bread supplied by Subway in its heated sandwiches has a sugar content of 10% of the weight of the flour that was included in the dough, which is, exceeds the 2% specified. So there's only supposed to be a 2% uh, percentage of sugar in the flour, and the Subway bread contains a sugar content of upwards of 10%. And so that's, uh, that, that's, a, that's a hefty amount over. Yeah, it's borderline pastry. Yeah, yeah. Which is a, uh, what? How do they classify that? That's like a, it's like a, a pastry. A, a, well, there's there's another word f- for it that they mention in the, in the article. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. The the but official pastry association of America, <laughs> <laughs> or actually the International Pastry Association, I guess, is gonna have to get involved here. So Subway, of course, disagreed with the characterization in their statement. Subway's bread is, of course, bread. We have been baking fresh bread. I don't know why this is the voice of Subway as a corporation. 
We have no, been baking. Right. Yeah, that sounds about, about right. We have been baking fresh bread in our restaurants for more than three decades, and our guests return each day for sandwiches made on bread that smells as good as it tastes. That's my generic lifeless corporation voice, and we'll I just just kind of just kind of winged it. Oh yeah, saw what happened. Well done. Thank you. Confectionery. Yeah. The subway said it was reviewing the latest tax ruling. It added that the decision was based on an outdated bread exemption set by the Irish government that was updated in 2012. So right. Did you just say bread exemption? Yeah, bread exemption. There's an outdated bread exemption. I'll leave it to the fucking Irish government to have an outdated bread exemption. So, it, man, bureaucracy in action, ladies and gentlemen, which is why I bet subway bread. laws are up to stuff, though. Yeah. Not having a famine ever again. Yeah, no. Over to France, I guess we're staying in Europe for a while because a school teacher in France whose body, face, and tongue are covered in tattoos. This is one of the stories that we were planning on talking about. Now, this I'm definitely going to have to put up on the screen here because this is a Frenchman who was covered. He's covered essentially almost head to toe in tattoos. And it uh, he thinks that it cost him his kindergarten teaching job because, yeah. No, it did. It did. Yeah, it fairly it did. Definitely did. Fairly did. So you shouldn't be teaching the little kids anymore. Yeah. He also had the whites of his eyes surgically turned black, apparently. And I'll, I'll put that up in a second once I get a little bit more of the story out. Sylvian Helene, age 35, still teaches children from the age of six up and said that after an initial shock, when they see him for the first time, his pupils see past his appearance. Here, let me... Oh, yeah, no, let me put this one up on the screen. Quiet here. because they're terrified. Yeah. Oh God, hey man, look at that! One look. way to keep them in line. Imagine that you walk into your fucking elementary school class. I'm, I put this, this up just over. Starts on, miming. Yeah, I put this up over on the camera screen at very interesting show slash live. Imagine you walk over to your, or you imagine you walk into your kindergarten class as like maybe a five year old, and five year olds are fairly susceptible to being scarred for life by shit like this, and you just walk in. And uh, this this is the 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 being I was about to say demon, but uh, actually that that's not that much of a stretch. And they see this in front of them. I just you can't do that, man. Like that actually does scar people for life. Like I well, know they're they're young, they're impressionable, and then it sets a tone for tolerance in the future. I I can see I see that 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 side it's, of it. It's like it's like it's almost like saying you can't have certain like like people or personalities or even races doing certain jobs because you because you're going to set the wrong precedents like you 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 get kindergarten kids you get tattoo man and suddenly they're not viewed as this demon when you see when you see them in public when they're all grown up so in my mind it actually sets some kind of uh you know tolerance or or normalizing these tattoos like just because I got a tattoo, I'm not going to get a job. You know what I mean? Like, this is an extreme example. Yeah, that's that's my only issue with this, which I get what you're saying, which is that you kind of want want to get kids on that mindset early, the the no judgment, the kind of the acceptance mindset fairly early as to the fact that there's a different load of people that walk from mm-hmm. different walks of life all throughout the world, and that's a thing that should be introduced to people fairly early. But this is the kind of issue, this brings me back to, like, the drag queen uh, t- like story time issue where like where where very blue cities will have like their public libraries will have like drag queen drag queens come in and read stories to little children that are looking like fairly in their getup and the reason for that is that I think that it goes on the extreme spectrum like I think that there is a level to it when you're a little bit too 
far into it like this. I think there's obviously a room. There's room for being able to to. So you're saying something along the lines of like a like a slow introduction of these types of things. I just think this is a little much. Like minim- not not minimize it, but but definitely not this ex- this much exposure all at once. Yeah, I think you're. I think with this, like it's just pushing the boundaries a little little bit too far before these kids that might not be equipped to like know what is going on can really like can really process this. And it's the same thing. Like it, it's okay to start introducing kids to ideas like this and different ideas that might not be part of their walk of life fairly early. But at the same time, I think this is a fairly forceful, forceful approach on this teacher. Now, uh, do I think he should have lost his job over it? Absolutely not. I don't think it qualifies for for him losing his job just because they think there, there's not been a. a, a, a don't there wasn't really much to this article, so obviously this is yeah it was speculation, a story. But has there been any? There hasn't really, at least according to the article, there's not been any other complaints. Yeah, this actually started when speaking of that, the only complaint essentially that happened here were the parents of a three-year-old child that complained to educational authorities in Doctor Woodhead and and he teaches six-year-olds. Yeah, he teaches six-year-olds. So so why does the opinion of that three-year-old's parent matter? He's not teaching that that kid. It's the life of the bureaucracy. You go to a PTA meeting. I don't know how this works exactly in France, but you go to a... They have Karens in France, and uh, one Karen had a bad day and decided that they're going to ruin this poor man's life. He's got to pay for those tattoos. It's not cheap. Yeah, they're not. They're not. He's got to pay, especially when they cover his whole body. I know there's some parts right here on the top of his palm that he's got to get worked on, but, you know... Still, it's a work in progress. Yeah. A couple months later, after this complaint from the three-year-old child's parents, they after a couple months after this complaint, the school authorities informed him that he would no longer teach kindergarten children. And he said, I, I think the decision that they took was quite sad. He actually has, <coughs> I'll put this back up on the screen. There's a, there's a video here. French school teacher Sylvain Allen, or Sylvain as he's known in the tattoo world, Freaky Hoodie. Oh, as he's known, face and tongue. Do you have to be known in the tattoo world specifically as Freaky Hoodie? Is is that someone with that many tattoos? Absolutely. Can you can you not be known in the non-tattoo world as Freaky Hoodie too? Like, is that specifically an exclusively tattoo world thing, or is that does that just not extend to the outside world? Yeah, (laughs) Eh, that's fair. Covered in (laughs) tattoos, and he's had the whites of his eyes surgically turned black. I will keep getting tattooed forever. Because when you're passionate about something, you don't want to stop. So I have started my second layer. And after the second layer, I'll do a third one, and then a fourth one, and a fifth one. And I will end up full black eventually. Eventually. At night, Ah. Ellen performs in clubs and occasionally models. But he's also a supply teacher and says he was prevented from working at a French kindergarten after a parent complained he scared their child. All of my pupils, all of my students... And their parents were always cool with me because basically they knew me. Uh, as soon as you talk to me, you can you 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 realize that I'm a proper teacher, that I'm a a regular guy. Not everyone was comfortable with his tattoos, though. Okay, so here is a key issue that I have with this, which is that it there's a certain level of this is just too fucking weird. Now. 
that's basically my issue with this is that I really think that this is just too weird to to you think it's it's too far? I do. Like I really think that there's a limit. I really especially when you're dealing with children, I just I just I think that there's a limit on the the amount of weirdness that you can introduce to them. I think this can kind of tie into that 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 old saying of uh, "Don't judge your book by its cover." I know that that's a, that that's what the point of this story is. Is that obviously we listen to this person and we realize that he's a functional human being and that he's there's nothing about his tattoos that make him incapable of doing his job. But at the same time, like this is just it's. This, Stop it's, being a Karen. You're judging the fuck out of this guy. I'm not. No, I'm not judging. I'm not You're judging the, him. What's wrong with this world, Karen? Oh, come on. I'm not judging him. I'm judging the situation. I'm judging you, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, all right, Karen. Hey, I'm carrying you right back. So what? I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> That's such a Karen thing to do. You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Karen. Right, you bunch of Karens. Yeah, Karens will simmer not simmer down. Yeah, Karens will not be settled until they have they have retribution. So. That's honestly, uh, oh, yeah, I'm about done with this. We've seen, <laughs> we've seen what we needed to see. I, you've seen with the full body image. We've seen the guy with, uh, on camera giving an interview. So what do you guys think? Let us know. Leave a voice memo. Follow us on <laughs> social media at Simulation Radio on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Is this too much? Is this too far? I don't know. Uh, you, check that out. See, see Justin's tattoo on the camera. Is is that too far? If you're not watching the live show, you're missing out. Yeah, you are missing tattoo out. Picks. You're missing out on the tats. You're missing out on the tats, man. And you're also missing out on this tat by not catching the live show. A very interesting show. FM slash live. So let's see. What else do we got? Oh, yeah. The, we're going to do. I'm going to do another kind of unplanned story here. Another spillover story. Because the other one's just. Not really doing it. They don't sound as appealing. I'm in too good of a mood to to do the other stories at this point. So I know I don't know if you guys have heard. <laughs> I was really looking forward to, to a couple of these stories. I'm just imagining there are more stories <laughs> like that other tattoo one where you're just gonna judge a bunch of people. Hey, you, you never know. You never know. That's clearly the mo here, and we'll and never find out. Yeah, we'll never find out. But Cyberpunk 2077. Ooh. I know you guys have heard of that, right? 2077. 2077. Right. That's when it's actually gonna come out. Yeah, apparently, yeah, because it's it's getting delayed. Well, actually, we don't know if it's getting delayed yet. But however, it's, it's already been delayed. It's been a delayed. Of times. It's already been delayed a couple of times. But this most recent launch, I think it was supposed to come out in November. I believe is when the most recent delay so. was pushed back to. Well, the developer CD Projekt Red was notorious for saying in some interviews leading up to the game potentially launching that. We're not going to institute what's known in the game design industry as crunch. Now, to give a little bit of a, I'll I'll dive a little bit into a game development here, which is crunch is a term that is it's like a, a term that's in the lexicon of video game development, where it refers to how in like the last couple months or the last period of time before leading up to a game's release, mm-hmm. the heads of the game developers will often force the employees and the game developers themselves to work mandatory overtime, like mandatory six-day weeks. It reminds me of, like, back they'll, at... They'll push it so that they can finish up the game. Yeah, they'll push it so they can finish up. up the game, yeah. And this was one of the the key contentious issues with people that are raising concerns for overworking in, like, people that are being overworked in the video game industry. It's a very common point of contention amongst people that that argue about this. And 
CD Projekt Red, which are the developers of Cyberpunk 2077, were very famous, and they got a lot of credibility. They got a lot of clout in the video gaming world for saying that they were not going to institute crunch in the, the time leading up to this development. However, they have recently reneged on that, as Polish video game developer CD Projekt Red told employees on Monday that six-day work weeks, a.k.a. crunch, will be mandatory leading up to the, the November release of the highly anticipated game reneging on an earlier promise not to force overtime on the project so they're cashing in they're cashing in on that clout where they'll say over the last couple months just to gain some some positive pr we're not going to do we're not going to do crunch we're going to treat our employees fairly and with respect and like actual employees that are not working for a soulless overlord corporation but no no that was a lie it was a lie red (laughs) which was a subsidiary of the biggest gaming company project CD Projekt SA, I guess Red is a is a subdivision that is developing this game, has previously been criticized for engaging in crunch, which is, as we mentioned earlier, an industry term for excessive over, overtime in game development. And this practice, it lasts for weeks, can stretch out for months or even years, and the co-chief executor, executor, the I guess he was the executor here, the chief executive officer, kind of mincing words here, I guess the chief executor last year told gaming website Kotaku, that the company would be avoiding mandatory crunch and was committed to allowing employees to work without overtime. But that's a lie. It honestly brings me back to the days of when I worked for, I think I talked about another Apple customer service story on Voice of Light tonight, but it brings me back there too, where every year, you know how like when the new iPhones come out every year, we would have mandatory overtime every year for the month, the whole month of September, essentially, which was when product launch happened because not only would new iPhones come out at the same time, but new the new ios the new operating system would also come out at the same time and it was my job to sit there and talk to all these people that oh my my the update broke my phone no you broke your phone because you're an idiot but i can't tell you that so instead i gotta sit here for an extra day every week and figure out how to how to bullshit you into money 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 yeah the reality what's my icloud password (laughs) Oh, Bitch, yeah. you need that for everything. Yeah. How do you use an iPhone and don't know the basic key to unlock your entire existence? Yeah. And then they get mad at you because you don't know it. It's like, it's for security. You think I'm just going to, oh, hold on. Let me just look up your life information. Yeah. Hold on. Let me just type this in real quick. So when was your, uh, what was what was the street you grew up on? <laughs> and, uh, what is uh, your full your social security yeah. number? No, no, not and your last four. Not your last four. I'm talking about... Thing. Mm, yeah. you, want, you want your iCloud password down. And I need you? your mother's maiden name. <laughs> that one fucking kills me. I swear to God, I've actually been asked that, like, for real, for some security questions. And I don't fucking know that. I mean... I, you don't know. I know my mom's yeah, maiden name. Everybody oh, knows maiden name. Oh, I thought... Oh, wait. Oh, I was thinking middle name for some reason. Yeah, maiden name. I know my, my mom's, mom's middle name. name. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse that you don't know her middle name because that's her real name as opposed to, like, what her name is. Actually, I know both of them. I just remembered it off the top of my head there. <laughs> like, but, crunch yeah, I was time like, comes in. Wait, I was like, like, wait a minute. Yes, I do. <laughs> wait. Wait. I, I don't remember. What's your mom's wait, birthday? Yes, I do. It's August 22nd, <laughs> October. Mom, October. if you're watching. <laughs> October. October. October 3rd. 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. God, you're just going to call me out like that. But CD Projekt Red is also calling out their employees because they're in crunch time. So we just they just got to know. They just got to know that uh, you're not allowed to be a functional human being. You are supposed to work. You're supposed to go into work. And you're supposed to work yes and you were supposed to do your work and nothing more 
So when Blood we come work. back, Florida Man strikes back, and we will see if uh, Gene gets here at some point. So regardless, we would be doing Florida Man strikes back when we come back, and towards the end of the show, we'll finish up with some wrap up and show business and. Uh, some updates on stuff that's going on a little bit later on in the show. And boy, is that going to be an update because I've got some stuff to tell there. So Mm. we'll be back in just a moment, five of them specifically, on a very interesting show. Simulation Radio. You guys want to check out my wall? getting some shit for being really judgy about the tattoos thing yeah and yeah and you know what the thing is is that i uh, am the only member of the show and this does not count gene when he gets here because gene is also will be a third member of the show out of four that has tattoos yeah yeah and there, there's judgy one ass bitch there's one holdout amongst uh amongst which you that actually crew. have plans on getting a tattoo. i do I, that's what i was that's so. what i was working my way towards which was that uh the the plan is not fully to uh to just sit here on my high horse and judge about it i actually do have plans to Your high horse my high horse it. no not yet i'm waiting until after the show for that but uh it's fair but i'm actually going to get my my tattoo fairly soon and i it's I'm waiting on uh, a couple more things. I, tattoos I view personally as like a goal in order to... It's like a reward system to have met a very, very strong milestone in life. And so I view that as like the the trigger for what I want to have happen. It's like a living ledger. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to prove that I've overcome something before getting this tattoo. And uh, that's... Plus it also gives you time to refine it. Yeah, I already know what the, I already know what the basic idea is, and it's going it's going to be right here, kind of like where the placement of of John's tattoo is uh, actually on on roughly the same location, which is on my my arm, my shoulder area. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to happen. I will I will not sit here and and judge for too much longer without having being been part of part of the crew. I actually I'm not anti tattoo. It's just there. I just think that there comes a certain point. Hey, there he is. We were just talking about how uh, the I'm the only holdout that does not have a tattoo amongst us. Tattoos are lame. Really? So you're Gene. Gene is joining us uh, as he usually does. As an in, entire sleeve on his left arm. Yeah, he's. Just, you're just. You're just tattoo. tattoos. These are mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you actually view it that way? Like, do you actually? No. Uh, no, no I was going to say, like, you don't seem like you don't strike me as the type that would that would have regrets about that. No, I don't regret anything. It sounds like an anti-tobacco campaign, but for tattoos, not even once. Yeah, <laughs> not even once. Uh, tattoos, when you fuck that up, that's. that's I wish I could undo once. this. They have laser tattoo. They can laser off anything. Yeah, they can. And they'll start spreading. And before you know it, you're going to have black pupils and try to teach kindergarten children. Yeah, and then get Karen by a three-year-old child's parents for some reason. But I don't know. I'll shortly be adding myself to the list of people in the tattoo community, I suppose. 
which I guess apparently, if we the learned list anything, is ever growing larger. Yeah, if we learned anything from that last story, it was that uh, that apparently there's a whole tattoo community that is just different. They're they're tattoo elevated underworld. Yeah, tattoo underworld. They call themselves by different names. Yeah, what was that? Given guy? names. It was like something like ghoulish too, yeah. like. <laughs> Something hood mask. Oh, fucking what was the name of that guy? The nickname that the the tattoo underlord. Dark hoodie. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dark hood or something that the uh, that this Frenchman is known but known by in the tattoo underworld. So, <laughs> Gene, how are you doing? What's what's oh, going I'm on? Good man. You're all good. Yeah. See, do you do you feel a little bit drained? Because I know that one of the things that has killed me from doing the show lately, especially last week. Last week just was not it was not happening yeah. was you're just you're just fucking beat after getting off of work like you don't you don't really I mean, I'm a little tired yeah you want sure. your day to be over at a certain point like yeah. and I don't know uh, I mean tomorrow I gotta work tomorrow and then I'm off the weekend so it's not shipping too you're bad. still off for over the weekends yeah for now till October 14th and then it changes you have it yo you have Spooky a season. you do like schedule bidding right or you yes, have to yeah we do the bidding how do you base it on who uh, gets top pick? Is it just seniority? It's seniority, yeah. So there's no performance. It's not merit based because oh, really? otherwise, <laughs> I'd be much higher up. Yeah. <laughs> See that. Funnily enough, I I'm going to do another Apple customer service story where the our schedule bidding was done through our metrics. Where obviously mm. with customer service and like at, at a call center, you have metrics based on like your your handle time, your resolution rate, yeah. and shit like that. And I got the number one. I might have told this story before, but hey, audience turnover, daddy-o. And I got the number one ranked schedule bid on the very last uh, schedule bid before I just up and pieced it out and just no-showed forever. And I... They're still waiting on you, Cameron. <laughs> I know. They're still waiting on me. And funnily enough, like my, my supervisor at the time was like fought for me to get the schedule that I wanted because we, you're such a dick. I know. I <laughs> see. I didn't. And I didn't anticipate that that was going to be the time that I just uh, mentally broke and just decided. You know what? I do not want to do Apple customer service anymore. But uh, we you say Apple weird. Apple. Yeah. Would it? Would you saying Apple? Apple. Why do you say it weird? Apple. It's just one of those days. It's October. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're pronouncing oh. words real weird. Man. Oh God, you missed just, the first half. Listen, you missed the first a segment. Stroke. We're just trying to let him write it out. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, they're just. In, in that case, let's continue. Yeah, I'm in the process of having a stroke live on the air, and these fucks just are just going to sit here. Small strokes. Yeah, these fucks <laughs> are just going to sit here and let it happen. All I need is a couple small strokes, if you know what I'm saying. You talk about <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> not not one big one. He just needs a couple of small ones to okay. to get him there. Just to get through the day. Just yeah. a handful, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Bazinga. Bazooper. What is this a big bang theory? Ah, oh, fuck, you're right. I did that. Uh, I see there's still no laugh track. Fuck! That <laughs> 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 is right. the weirdest not laugh, even a laugh track. track. It's just laughs. laughs. <laughs> It, there, there are points in sitcoms where it just kind of devolves into like a lap or into the the clap applause track. section. Yeah, it's like yeah. a clap track where I guess we're one of the the important. Like I know Kramer on Seinfeld, Michael Richards. Whenever he would come into the, every Seinfeld shot, it would always be, "Oh my God, Michael Richards is on the scene." Until you know after Seinfeld, and yeah. then nobody that knew is. who he was. Oh. And then he mugged a guy. Right. I'm, I'm surprised he's not in government right now. Yeah, I mean he. <laughs> He, he he was formerly canceled enough to cause a South Park. Is he Park. still canceled? 
I don't know. I feel like uh, as long as he comes out and just decides to be a good minion now, then he could he could just uncancel himself. I think he's just I, I you know what I think he's not canceled anymore. I think he's just become irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. I think that because that does happen too. It does. Like not yeah. everyone gets canceled. People just kind of become irrelevant. Like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Eddie Murphy Whoa. has not done well, anything. Well, hold on. No, he did uh, Dolomite. I really liked Dolomite. The that was one? on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I watched it. I was bored as fuck. I didn't love it. What I is really that movie it. about? I've never heard of it. It's essentially, so there's a movie called Dolomite that came out, was it in the 60s or yeah, something like so that? So yeah, it's about the um, 70s. It's 70s? a black, it's it's a movie about a guy who made black exploitation movies or black mm. exploitation movies back in the day. So and it's his background story. Like a, and so like a documentary. Life story. It's a, it's a, no, it's yeah, a docu- kind well, of. It is kind of a biopic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's a story about the making of the movie. And uh, and of the character, right? Yeah. Correct. So I thought that part was interesting, but I don't know, man. I was like falling asleep through half of it. Didn't love it. I saw the original Dolomite. I was hoping it was going to be a remake of that, but it wasn't that. I just love exploitation movies, though. I love like just yeah, the like, shittiness like young, of it. That, like teen, a teen and abused, like those kind of exploitation movies, or what do you know, man? Because that's the only kind of clap track I'm aware of. <laughs> See, I was, <laughs> oh! I was hoping that there would be a little bit more of a space between Justin you saying I love exploitation <laughs> and I love exploitation movies. That way, you saying I love exploitation can just be out of context clipped as a uh, no. I love exploitation movies. Exploitation movies, right? I follow it together. Yeah, string it very tightly so I don't you end did. up like he, Joe Biden. Yeah, so you don't end up. Yeah. So you don't end up out of context. Honestly, otherwise the sh- it's gonna be a campaign ad, and they're gonna be like, "I love exploitation." Speaking of, uh, you said it. Speaking of Gene twenty twenty, how's your uh, campaign and debates going? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're up to date with the debate. I am up to date with the debate. If you could call it that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> could, you, could you just stop, please? <laughs> could you just stop that, man? <laughs> I like how he eventually just completely uh, denigrated into just defeat like oh please please just stop i felt just... so bad for chris wallace i, I did too man I, like, after the first segment i was like this is gonna be debate a dad show. you're dealing with a man child and a geriatric <laughs> <laughs> they are the Jeez. same thing they're the same and they're like a year apart <laughs> yeah which is insane because i was like Oldest seeing all this president. debate stuff and i was like okay debates whatever <laughs> but i was like let me see the greatest debate ever which is jfk versus nixon mm-hmm. i love that debate and then i googled their fucking ages Nixon was 47. JFK was 46. Yeah. And this was the presidential debate. These motherfuckers are 78 and 77. Around there. Don't quote me on that figure, but it's I a, think they're, right. in, they're both in their fucking 70s. What happened? That's I think that's what the country is wondering. I think politics is a young man's game and we need to change it. I think Trump I'm, I'm gonna, is, I'm, is it though? I might actually end up running for office. That'd be hilarious. Hell yeah. <laughs> so gotta, gotta change a few laws. First. Got my vote. <laughs> I'll never make it to presidency. I think the farthest I'd go is governorship. Well, that's all you could go, right? No, I could make go it to the House. Yeah, congressman. Yeah, I could be a congressman. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, True. but I wouldn't want Vice to. Vice president. I wouldn't want to because I'd be too difficult as a congressman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the kind of that's the kind of strong will that we need. I'd be such a contrarian. You already are. Just yeah, for exactly. the sake of being one? No, not for point. the sake of being one, but for being no, like, he would sure? definitely sure? still do that. <laughs> you would yeah, like, definitely do that. You the thing walked is, into this room and said, tattoos are lame. Just yeah, but to, that just was... Just to be contrarian. That was just, that was just for fun. <laughs> yeah, okay, because you wouldn't walk bullshit. onto the floor and say, <laughs> you're full of shit. No, I, I, just I, walk away. I would walk onto the floor and like straight face and be like, America doesn't want healthcare. We asked everyone. They don't want it. 
Let's po- not do it. <laughs> Let's just move on. Save the money. We don't want health care. What do we want? Robots. Mm, yeah. And that's where we should uh, put them. <laughs> yeah, no, I would probably be like, I'd probably go to like the most conservative guy, like Mitch McConnell, and be like, you know what? I agree with you. And then Chuck Schumer say some shit and be like, you know what? I agree with you too. <laughs> and they'll both be like, what? We be like, you're both the right. Point and opposite viewpoint. Yeah, you're both right if we're talking about monkeys throwing shit at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will know if you're actually ever being serious. No, the only time it'll be serious is if I have to vote on something. That's the only time you'll actually see where my where you lie. You're the wild but card. It'll in always the politician be a surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what is he supporting? Fucking, I'll tell you this: one term. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you sure about that? Not gonna like Gene. <laughs> one term. That's he, it. He did nothing. I run on it. No, <laughs> I get a lot. Wrong d- side on everything. I would get a lot done. <laughs> it's just no one would know what it is. <laughs> what is it? You know what exactly. I mean? Like everyone's overall quality life would become he, he, better, but, he, but they wouldn't be able to put their fingers on exactly it, what it he was. got it done, though. Yeah, yeah, you got it done. We don't know what it is. You'll have to do like a, a Clinton campaign definition. all over again where you'll yeah. have to redefine the definition mm. of it. Oh my god, I love that from his testimony. Yeah. What a fucking monster. So <laughs> imagine that being the situation that you're in. So Him I, and his fucking cigar. Yeah, so we, we will follow the Gene 2020 campaign as it continues to... to we'll see. Yeah, as it continues to Rear its rear its ugly head. Maybe. I don't know if I'd call it ugly. I know that's just me being judgmental again. When I hit my my late thirties, I might run for office. We'll Are your late thirties? You you specifically planned it out as like a late thirties thing. You yeah, because like I'll probably be bored with my job and just want to do something different. Yeah, you know. And so I'll probably you, at that so point you have I, no faith in the radio show at all. No, at that point. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you're planning for your late thirties. <laughs> At that point, I'll this probably be show. like fed up with everything and just be like, you know what? I'm running for office. Why? Because fuck all these people. It'll be like 2035, and you'll still be running the Gene 2020 campaign. It, it might look, might, I paid too much for these buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them go to waste. Don't let them go to waste. Master economist. I'm just going to d- write a two on it. Gene 2022, <laughs> Gene 2028. I'm just going to write this the last l- the, uh, number on there. And then so eventually I'm, you'll have to change two numbers, and that'll just be a little bit too far over nah, budget. Just, I would just leave it in that case, just label it vintage. <laughs> <laughs> You're still yeah. going to run let's on the vintage kick it, platform. Let's kick it old school. 2028. <laughs> 2028. Fuck yeah, man. Well, right. it just every four years is it like a leap year? Just recycle those buttons. It works. Yeah, well. there you go. Yeah, it works well. Yeah, so we I'll will... start my campaign on the leap year. <laughs> that way, I can never lose. So we'll follow that campaign regardless of which leap year it starts on, and we will keep all of you guys updated. So now, ladies and gentlemen, in a Florida far, far away. <laughs> Shit, I have no more to drink. It is Florida Man Strikes Back, which means you know what that means. It's got Florida in the title. Every radio show has to have a Florida Man segment, and our Florida Men just particularly, they just happen to strike back. I don't i don't know why. I don't know what it's for. I think that they might have some sort of force flowing through them. I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure what the deal I'm is I'm still with convinced that. it's one guy. I, it's got to be. It's, it's gotta, one guy that does all these crimes and crazy shit. And his shit. wife. It's one guy. Oh, yeah. Usually. Yeah. Or no, he just dresses up as a woman. Yeah, he just dresses <laughs> up as a woman. But it's one fucking guy, and he lives right there in Bithlow. Right. He's yeah. right there. You just go down the street. You go, uh, you turn right into the fucking one of the five Actually, trailer parks. That he's got it, several properties. He's probably a millionaire. Yeah. Which is why he always gets bailed out, and he can commit more crazy crimes. Local legend. <laughs> yeah. Local legend. 
Florida Man Strikes Back is, of course, brought to you by the great people over at Flex Seal because they're doing things, they're flexing and they're bringing things together. They're flexing their muscles and they're flexing rubber because when it comes out, I saw that uh, the the Instagram post that they put out recently where they poured out a whole can into like one of those paint trays mm-hmm. that you pour paint into. I'm pretty sure those have an official name, but I don't I think it's know called it. a paint tray. Yeah. Paint tray. I'm pretty right. sure that's <laughs> exactly right, that, what it's all right. called. You, you got me. You paint got tray me. or a roller tray. They, yeah. he, so they poured the flex seal into the paint tray and just pulled it out and just shook it up like it it was rubber. It was yeah, literally one just, solid yeah, chunk. Yeah. One solid chunk of rubber. So that is what you're getting with Flex Seal if you want to. All the uh, rubber. Yeah. I all the to, rubber. I have to actually pull my endorsement for Flex Seal. Really? Oh, oh no. Because I no. saw there. I've seen some documents and some footage. Uh oh. That <laughs> Flex Seal's not as great as we've been pushing it. Really? Of Why, course what not. Have, <laughs> but what have you seen? I we'll talk about that off the air because we still need the endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that Flex Seal is shit, but we're gonna talk about why off the air. But still, but we're gonna keep promoting it on this show because it's money. Yeah, but regardless, make sure that you're heading to Flex Seal on all the social what? medias. We're going to discuss this what? off money. the air as to whether or not this endorsement can continue to proceed. Buy but all their stuff; it's incredible. For now, until we figure until out, it's not. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so until we figure out whether or not you should continue to go out and buy all the Flexio products, go out and buy all the Flexio products because they're they're fantastic, they're wonderful. Believe me, I've had many sealing products in my time. This one, the best, the greatest. I've lots of people, tons of people say this. Flexio is the best. None of them is flexible as Flexio. So we start off with Florida Man Strikes Back in Tampa. Because that's a lot of Florida men come from Tampa, too, where a neighbor calls 911. Now, Gene, I know that uh, I'll contextualize the story a little bit. I know that you're a you're a hockey fan. I am a hockey fan. Yeah. And do you know about the Tampa Bay Lightning? Hell yeah. About their the performance? fucking Stanley Cup. Fuck yeah. you, Dallas. How are they doing right now? Because I have not since reading about this story, I have not actually followed what has gone on because this story is regarding game three of the Stanley Cup. Oh, the, the Stanley Cup's are over. Wednesday. Are they over? Who? Yeah. Tampa won. Oh, they won? <laughs> yes. All right. That. Yeah, they beat <laughs> yeah, Dallas. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. They... All we need is the heat to win the NBA playoffs. You get two titles in Florida right there. Boom, boom. And, and then, then the Marlins are make, are in the, uh, in the playoffs. No, they're actually in oh, the playoffs. Really? And so if the, they win, you get the three. Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. Wow. That, that's a four I, for yeah, I'm happy you said Buccaneers and not Dolphins. Yeah, Because that's Dolphins. more realistic. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> Does anybody actually think the Dolphins are going to win anything? I know quite a few people that would believe that. Uh, Rob being one of them. Yes, they're <laughs> fools. <laughs> they're, Rob, they're sadists. Rob, buddy. Sorry, masochists. Right. I looked up at the overhead shot again. Rob, yeah. buddy, you... What are you doing with the Dolphins, man? It's not going to happen. No, it's not. I hate to break this to you, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's not going to happen with the Dolphins, the, man. The Dolphins will win a fucking Super Bowl as soon as the Cleveland Browns win a fucking Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, game three of the Stanley Cup Finals happened last Wednesday night, mm-hmm. and the Tampa Bay Lightning, I don't know if they won game three specifically, but this issue occurred in Tampa where a neighbor called sheriff's deputies on some rapid Tampa Bay Lightning fans who were screaming, shoot, shoot! And you know how when sports fans are watching their sport of choice, they tend to get a little bit riley. They tend to get a little bit. Uh, There's alcohol involved. Most you of the time, usually get lost in the sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, that, that. All right. I guess I, I think back to all the times that my dad uh, would get really excited about the Buffalo Bills. He's probably which, hammered. Yeah, which, by the way, dad, the Buffalo Bills also not happening. I hate to break this to you. They look but great this year. Really? Oh, yeah. They, I know they like uh, the fans like to break picnic tables. Mm. Oh, yeah, with their backs. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, very, <laughs> they're very smart people. 
I mean, <laughs> smart. The women are beautiful and the men are smart. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this call from the uh, a neighbor they called sheriff's deputies prompted several Hillsborough County sheriff's deputies to show up at Devon Garnett's apartment door. He had two friends that had gathered to watch the game at the Radius Palms apartment complex over in Tampa. In the first period, the trio began screaming for a goal, prompting the 911 call. So they're getting rowdy. They're saying, shoot, shoot. And meanwhile, the neighbors are thinking that when they say, shoot, shoot, this is actually this is actually mm-hmm. a, an issue of violence that is going on. Because so, the neighbors don't know they live next to a bar. I'm going to guess the neighbors are what? What <laughs> people? They're what? Because yeah. no one else would. Karen, yeah. nagging her husband, or old, pe- or called. or old people, yeah, or old people, yeah. This is true. Yeah. The caller told dispatchers that someone was yelling loudly in the apartment above just before 8:30 p.m. last Wednesday, according to the spokesperson Natalia Verdina. Getting these names. I'm sorry. I'm slowly oh, getting there on the name. I thought there was a bar that there was next. Okay, so this is just a noise complaint. Yeah, this right is just now. a noise complaint. Oh, okay. It was just oh. a noise complaint that came from the uh, the Radius Palms apartment complex gotcha, in Tampa. Gotcha. Okay. Where the neighbors, I don't, I'm not sure if they were, uh, they were the apartment above. So they were in the apartment upstairs. The person that was below them called 911 at roughly 8.30 because maybe they heard just, shoot, shoot, shoot and uh, you know maybe just knock on the door next time hey guys there's a kid downstairs you ever trying to sleep man can you just keep it down okay well if okay. they have a gun you're not going to knock on the door well if they're saying shoot, shoot I doubt they have a gun I, I don't know how many times I've gone to the range and I'm like okay ready Gene shoot, shoot and they answer shoot <laughs> no. Like, no. Not just unload them <laughs> <laughs> So apparently, according to a statement by Devon Garnett's uh, statement, so they came to the door. <laughs> in a statement by his statement, the statement we're giving, we're, we're in statementception here, folks. So they came to the door and thought there were guns in the house, 26-year-old Devon Garnett told the Tampa Bay Times. We're like, nope, we're just screaming for Steven Stamkos. Is that, that's a real yes, person? That's, this, I'm assuming yes. that's a real person on their team. Is he like a star player or is he just a, no. Uh, <laughs> no. So just, is, are the fact he's not bad. Oh, really? I think he is a right-wing center. I might be wrong. Is, is it unusual right. for them to be cheering for him, though? Like, is the fact that maybe he made a good play? or is No, the no, fact but that... he's. I wouldn't say he's a star player. i say he's a solid player. It's kind of like, how do I explain it? In it's ways like a, you would understand. Like a solid, like, role player, not like an all-star. Exactly, kind of yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's a team player, not, yeah. a, not a... He's a role player. He's not a LeBron James yeah. And he's not a Dirk Nowitzki. He's, he's a Scotty Pippen. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like a Scotty Pippen. Yeah. Apparently, according to the sheriff's office dispatch report that was released the Thursday after, the complaint told police that he heard a couple screaming at each other with one yelling, I dare you to shoot. <laughs> I, I guess that's that's also involved. I dare you to shoot, which also, uh, that's a reasonable thing that you could say. That in, okay. If you ye- if you, I yell, But if the lady's <laughs> yelling at the man and then the yell, I dare you to shoot, that's one thing. But if they're both yelling shoot, and then one yells, I dare you to shoot. I don't, I, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I can kind of see how there would be some some mistaken mistaken okay. uh, identities here as, in terms of who's shooting who. It turns out that it's just hockey players shooting the hockey puck into the goal. And it turns out the people that the police were checking on were white and no one got shot yeah. at that moment either. Yeah, they, they were watching enough. hockey, so yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were, yeah. <laughs> they're watching it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a hockey yeah, game. A bunch of white people smacking a black puck around like, gosh. Speaking of white, you there's imagine a... if the puck was white. <laughs> couldn't see it on the ice. Couldn't see it. Exactly. That'd be really fun to watch. While we're on the topic of white things, we have almond milk and whole milk. 
both white things fairly. It, I guess it depends on if well, you let the yeah, milk sit out for a while. milk is a little bit more like eggshell. Yeah. Sort of color. It's like a cream sort of color. It's still an cream. offshoot of white, though. Yeah, it's an off-white, but yes. What about, about the, white what about these milks? Well, there was a criminal complaint that stated that a deputy responded shortly after 2 p.m. Sunday to a home in Lee Acres where, let's see, uh, what is the name of this fucking south, person? Right? It starts off immediately with their last name, where uh, a victim, his last name is Garcia, and his cousin were arguing over which is better, whole milk or almond milk. So oh, the that's... lifelong battle... Whole milk versus almond milk. It results in uh, a Florida man landing in jail over a conflict, a physically all physically altercated conflict. Really, <laughs> I'm just expecting like the, I'm, I'm expecting one of the people to be like chicken nugget guy or the chicken tender guy. Yeah, like, almond milk is not really milk. <laughs> I, We're teaching lies to our children. I bet you the one that's in jail. Is the guy that likes the almond milk? Mm, yeah, I, because here's my logic: almond milk is mostly used by vegans. And vegans are very aggressive. See, that, when it comes to that, when it comes to food, they're very aggressive. That's mm, the kind of line so, that I was thinking about yeah. too. Was that that would be the uh, the the person that would yep. maybe not see the see almond milk guy? You got to look out for those almond milk guys. They're fucking lunatics. I just they like are. that whole discourse, though. It's just like like <laughs> milk is murder. Stop the violence. Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> like, Finish him. <laughs> Shut up and go back to squeezing them almonds. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how they get the milk? They uh, squeeze them? Oh, yeah. They it's milk the em. tears of the almond. Yeah, milk them. Just get you right just in yell there. yell at the almond until it cries. Yeah. <laughs> Emotional abuse, physical abuse. Either way, we're getting our almond milk. Oh, yeah. hell yeah, man. In the complaint, it stated the verbal argument became physical when Garcia became enraged at the victim for disagreeing with him. Garcia proceeded to punch the victim with a closed fist to the victim's left side of his forehead. The victim became scared of what Garcia might do with a knife, because there's a knife involved now, apparently, too, in this argument between almond milk and whole milk. Meat is murder. (laughs) Yeah. The victim became scared of what Garcia might do with the knife and proceeded to run away from him as he chased the victim through the front yard. Eventually, Garcia caught up with the victim and struck him with the knife, Causing a small cut <laughs> ow to the man's torso, and Uncle, I- sorry, go go ahead. Yeah, oh, it was just sound effects. Oh, you're just, hey, you're just oh, psh, right him, got him. Garcia caught up with the victim and Slap struck him with the knife, causing a small cut on the man's torso. And Uncle intervened at that point, grabbing Garcia and separating men until the deputies Fucking arrived. Fucking oat milk came in. Both yeah. of you break oh, it up. Yeah, no, you. <laughs> Imagine this big fucking hulking oatmeal or oat milk guy. Oat milk guy. Yeah, an oatmeal the, man. Yeah. Just, <laughs> the oatmeal man. Hey, we had the milk man, and now if we have to introduce the oatmeal man into our society, a big and hat. And here's, <laughs> and here's an undeniable fact: the greatest milk of all time is goat milk. Goat milk. <laughs> you know I've, I've never Another had one. it, so I can't say. Get it? Goat. <laughs> Goat all because it's great because that's like a terminology in sports. Sick. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) God, I can't. I'm laughing so hard I can barely even go on. I cannot. I can't go on with this. Yeah. Um. Uh Although, let's take a poll: almond milk or or regular milk. Yeah. Well, let us know. We already have a a ongoing poll going on for this episode as to whether or not the uh, the Frenchman's tattoo was too extreme or not. I also want to know what side are you on: almond milk or whole milk? Let us know at Simulation Radio on Instagram and Twitter and leave a voice memo in the podcast description. Do it. I want to hear your sides because we, uh, we honestly, we could fight to the death over whole milk or almond milk. I feel very passionately 
passionately about whole milk and almond milk, and I don't know which side I think is better, but we'll have to hash it out if the, that's what the viewers want, and if that's what uh, that's what has been told to us, then you know what? That's I what will, you're going to get. I will hash it out on your behalf. You so. see, I see the two milks like I see the two politics right now. They both give me diarrhea, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Really, you get diarrhea even off of the non-dairy product? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. It might... Might uh might upend your your schedule there? Um, no, it just makes it um, really messier. Soft. Yeah, <laughs> just makes it messier. <laughs> when a deputy spoke to Garcia, he said his cousin, who is the victim, thinks that he's better than the whole family. Oh, so I guess this just—that's the fucking almond milk yeah. guy. Yeah, that must be the almond milk guy. He's just making it all about. Uh, he just thinks he's better. Oh than me shit! The okay, mm. so then the the fucking regular milk guy was like, "You have brought dishonor upon my family. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare to die." <laughs> But here's the kicker. This is not the first time that Mr. Garcia had an issue with uh, not just whole or almond milk, but he also apparently had 10 other arrests that date back to 2014, up to the time that he was roughly 14, and was accused of battery on an elected official or education worker. So that's just one of the Hell other yeah. charges. District S- superintendent. Stop, <laughs> stop drinking milk, man. Yeah. Like it's, it's doing something bad to you. <laughs> Maybe listen Calcified to your brother's advice and just drink... Just drink a glass of almond milk. You, you, you're know, a bit too aggressive. You know that that guy who was all for almond milk, he's very lactose intolerant. You know what I'm saying? He's very uh, intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's an elitist. And finally... He's probably Q from QAnon. Yeah. That's him right there. Now, we might have to go consult with our friend Otis over in over in Bithlow for this one because I he might he might be the uh, the leading authority on this story because we have a man from Marion County, Florida. I guess Bithlow is just a subshoot of Marion County at this point because that's where we're getting at. A man who had just broken into his neighbor's home because he had claimed God told him to throw a Bible at the deputy who responded to the scene, <laughs> according to the Marion County Sheriff's Office. That this man was, was on drugs. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, bo- if you consider faith a drug, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Or, okay, sorry, brainwashed. The suspect claims that God told him to break into this neighbor's home and also to throw the holy book at the deputies, which who... Uh, the power of Christ compels you. Wham! <laughs> <laughs> Repent! Um, did it Yeet! say where the book hit him? In well... His- We'll get we'll get there, but deputy said that the victim called them roughly last uh, last week because he returned to his home in Summerfield after being gone for about an hour and found that his door had been kicked in. The man's neighbor, thirty nine year old Robert Hoskins, told him, "I fucked up, man. I was mad." According to records, which I give that guy, I'll give uh, I'll give our Florida man a little bit of credit here, which is that at least he had the wherewithal to realize, man, I fucked up, which I guess. Most people that are throwing Bibles at deputies that respond to domestic incidents are probably not as self-aware. That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I would like true. to think. So I'll give I'll give this man but a little bit. No, of credit. no, no. He he said he fucked up that he kicked the door in. Yeah, he's not saying he fucked up because he threw the Bible at the shit. Yeah, the actually, sheriff. that's fair. Yeah, maybe he thinks that this was the right so, course of action. So yeah. let's see, let's see what's what's happening next here. Yeah, Hoskins had had asked the victim to borrow clothes, and when the man declined. He waited until he left and then kicked down the door. Deputies said as they arrived at the scene, Hoskins approached them while only wearing underwear, yelled something along the lines of, I condemn you, and threw a Bible. <laughs> yeah. And then threw the holy book, hitting the deputy square in the face. Nice. I- ironically. Yeah. Oh. And ironically, that officer that threw him in 
He's like, I condemn you and shut the jail cell. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that would have been cool. Like, put sunglasses on afterward. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I actually was was thinking of clipping that and using that as a, as a sound effect. I would. You know what? That guy. He might be a lunatic on paper, but you know his when he preaches. Oh boy, them Southern Baptists. You just got the two snakes. Yeah. Speaking you in tongues. Speaking <laughs> I, I know, amazing. I know, I know that we haven't talked to our friend Otis in a while down there in Bithlow, but he might know something a little bit about uh, throwing Bibles in police officers' faces. I'm not not quite sure exactly. Hey, what Otis. He yeah. I, oh, what's up, Cletus? Where the hell did I put that dang Bible man? It was on the table last week. Hey, man, I was rolling a joint with the papers, and uh, I, I I think I left it in Have the toilet. Have you been smoking the word of the Lord? Oh, yeah. Smoking it. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I've been seeing the burning bush, I'll tell you what. You know, that dang old sheriff came around here last week, looked at me in the no eye, said, hey, boy. What did you do? <laughs> Record show that Hoskins was hit with a taser so that he could be subdued oh, and handcuffed. Son of a bitch, a Holy Spirit! He He's weaponized it! <laughs> he threw a taser at me. <laughs> I feel the power of Christ coursing through my veins. Uh, I came. Got. <laughs> I just wanted a T-shirt. The victim's wife said that about fifty dollars worth of clothing was stolen, and noted that there was damage to the door, a mattress <laughs> had been placed on its side, and a window had been broken, leaving shattered glass all over the floor. After he was handcuffed, Hoskins defecated himself and then asked to speak with a deputy. I like the order there. He just defecates himself first and then asks to speak with a deputy. I don't know. Well, but but, if, hey man, fifty dollars buys a lot of Walmart clothes. I <laughs> unleash demons upon thee. <laughs> <laughs> Thou shalt not sin on my watch. You know, Yeet. Like, <laughs> you know they're like, you know the wife was like, oh god damn it, Cletus broke in again. <laughs> what did he do this time? He shit on the floor, flipped over the dang old mattress, broke a window. <laughs> After he was handcuffed, Hoskins defecated himself. But if other deputies, but other deputy, other deputies came over to speak to him, he would stare blankly and not answer any questions. According to the report, the deputy wrote that Hoskins <laughs> said that he broke into his neighbor's home because God told me to, and said that he freed her. I don't know exactly who he's freeing. Recur oh, apparently referring to the victim's juvenile daughter. So I guess. I'm not sure who, why he's freeing her. Sounds a little bit like a molest. <laughs> a molest is what I'm saying. Hoskins faces charges of burglary to an unoccupied dwelling, petty theft, criminal mischief, property damage, battery on an officer, and resisting an officer without violence. That's what we call a Florida bouquet. Mm. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Florida bouquet, just six different charges. Just six different charges wrapped up in one fine bouquet of Florida Man. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Florida Man Strikes Back. And we'll be back in a moment. Few more minutes left at the end here to kind of wrap up our show, and we'll uh, we'll talk about a couple of, of things that are coming up with the show and some show business. As I've come to think about this in my head, as just the show business segment, that's what we're gonna do here. 
And I want to give, first of all, an update to our our next week five bonus show. Now, Gene, I don't know if you were present when we were mulling over the ideas for the next uh, week five bonus show when we settled on the idea as to what it was going to be. I'm, I don't remember if you were here for not. If I was, I don't remember. I don't think he was. I don't think you were either. I think we talked about it before you got here on uh, number 27 last time. Yes. And uh, so I'll give a little bit of a recap, a little bit of a context update here, which is that every five weeks we do our week five bonus show. Now we are on episode number 28. Our week five bonus shows occur after a solid an even increment of five, even though half of those are not even numbers. Uh, after 25, so after 30, will be our next week five bonus show. And I believe the date for that will be on... Today's the first, so 29, 30. So the, the 22nd, Thursday, October 22nd, will be our next week five bonus show. Yeah. And the idea behind each one of those week five bonus shows is that we're going to have some sort of a gimmick or a fun thing to do. And the next one... Our next week five bonus show, as we have so decided, and by we, I mean I decided a long time ago, but I'm just keeping my word because I've made promises to the audience on this show, and I'm nothing if not somebody that can keep at least one or two Re-enacting of the promises that I make. Steve Carell's favorite scene. Yeah. So I made a promise to our audience out there that if we reached a certain goal, that if I reached a certain goal, or if you reached a certain oh, goal... Oh, I, I know was, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I ended up reaching the goal first. And so our next week five bonus show, it was one of the things that I was shopping for on Amazon earlier, actually. I told the story before you got here about how I was shopping on Amazon for some studio equipment and got weirdly distracted by the uh, the cock outlines of the models for uh, the for underwear that I was also shopping for. So. You, you know, shop for underwear on Amazon? Yeah, I did. Why Why not? Why wouldn't I? Okay, I just... I, I know what size I am. I can... It's just an odd thing to buy on Amazon. Yeah, I like to go in and try it on first. Yeah. I, they don't let me, but I do it anyway. Hey, and sometimes he'll buy them, and then sometimes he'll just put them right back on the shelf right after trying them. Just put it right back on the mannequin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I shuffle it into the fold. It can't be the one on the top, or else someone's going to know something's amiss. Yeah. yeah. So while I was on Amazon uh, spending 10 to 15 minutes being distracted by the cock outlines of all of the male models, then I was uh, also looking for... The thing that we'll be doing on our next week five bonus show, which is that I am going to get my chest waxed live on the air. And so I've been looking for the uh, I've been looking for the stuff to do that. And we need to ask Danny if we can borrow his camera. Uh, High definition 4K. We don't need that. I don't, I don't think we need that. Yes. That's I'm going to agree with Justin. <laughs> hey, that, that I don't think we I don't, need 4K. Do you I think, think we need 4K, John? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, hey, I'm we're down in f- consensus. It's got to be in 4K, man. I'm down for like 3.9K, maybe. <laughs> like, no, what, 8K. Can we, reduce, you. can we reduce the Ks on this a little bit? Just, I, so you I want know. 3Ks? Uh, you want the KKK? Is that what you want? No, I mean... You heard it here first. Wow. Cameras are white supremacists. Breaking news. Yeah, break... I, I mean, this might be breaking. I don't know if it's actually news or not, but... Cameron is I don't know white supremacist. Yeah, I don't know if we needed to hear it, but... That's you the breaking news. First. Yeah, you heard it here first. I, I know that you're only using this as a distraction from the Gene 2020 campaign and all the heinous things that you've said, I've but, never said anything wrong. Uh, no, right. never. Actually, you're you're just. A it's saint. not like I'm a person that makes mistakes. No, no, no. You just have to play for the right team in the future, and then all of your mistakes will be forgiven. I'm, I'm you... just. I can't. I just really like women. <laughs> June 2020, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So that'll. 
<laughs> so that's going to be our next week five bonus show. We'll have it'll be it'll be great. We'll basically be doing the the same thing that we did for the first thirty to forty minutes of our show, and then we will uh, then we'll do the thing. I'm very much I, the thing is. I'm kind of looking forward to it in a way that it celebrates a very particular milestone, but at the same time, I'm also not looking forward to it in a way that uh, I'm getting. It's my gonna chest suck. Wax yeah, it's, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's actually gonna be the the Steve Carell scene from Forty Year Old Virgin. It's actually gonna be that. Are we gonna bring Seth Rogen and the cat and Paul Rudd and the cast members? No, because I would never want to talk to any of them. I feel like Paul Rudd's a really nice guy. Paul- you're gonna leave just conveniently leave Seth Rogen I'll out of this. I'll leave the rest out of him. It's fine. Twelve Red seems like he's a nice guy. Yeah, actually, I don't. I don't disagree with that. Seth Rogen's cool too. I just don't like his laugh. Yeah, I, actually, <laughs> the thing is, yeah, okay, I, I have. It's actually pretty fucking good, man. <laughs> I didn't even practice that. I have a particular dislike for Seth Rogen because, like, in high school, that was one of the the ways that I got bullied was by by well, maybe not by being bullied, but I was called a Seth Rogen lookalike in high school all the time. That was my nickname I was Seth Rogen. Shit. Are you kidding me? I that did eventually, but I really, really rich. hated it at first. Man, dude, I'm high as fuck right now. How did you know? Funnily <laughs> enough. <laughs> That's how you know. That sounded like Seth Rogen having a stroke. That one wasn't as good as a personal one. You should have found yourself a little friend and then they would call him James Franco. And That's, I, that's what he go. named his penis. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the, that part I wasn't gonna. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna share that part. But now that you just oh, ripped damn. the bandaid off there, I guess I have That's to. I mean, we're, uh, we're, it's a off. night of sharing stuff. You what know, are you what are you doing tonight, Cam? Who's gonna hang out with James Franco? Oh my God, you're James Franco. Yep. Yeah, it's an inside joke. You know, I think I'm gonna spend a little bit of time with James Franco tonight. He's <laughs> <laughs> really nice. He has soft hands. Yeah, I, honestly, I've been looking forward to my appointment with James Franco all day. It just, it, it was a rough day. I had a lot going on today. And I really was just looking forward to seeing it. We tonight. just came up with a, with a new terminology for masturbating. You're hanging out with James Frank. <laughs> <laughs> we we have uh, another DM that, <laughs> that we're up to, audio trademark. We're up to four audio trademarks on this show, and also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you missed before you before you got you here. missed the other three that we very very uh, very much were into. These are all these are all going to be great one day. Just okay. you wait. So. Yeah, James Frank. I, we honestly have another contention, another contender for potential show title. Hanging out with James Franco. We're going to be pissed because we're going to watch the entire episode. Like, where the fuck is he? <laughs> yeah. And then they get it's to this. some dude like, jerking it. Then they get to the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James Franco does walk in at the end. Like, hey, whoa, oh, what the yeah, fuck? Wow, wow. I'm I, going back to Hollywood. I'm so great if we you should know, get J- that. You know James Franco, though, would be like, I'd oh, be about like, that. Can I join? <laughs> like, yeah, he, he got probably in would. some trouble for that kind of stuff. Really? He got yeah, me he too. He got in trouble for for his um yeah, he got a light me too. Oh, light me too. He L- like to where it. he can still function but he, he got still kind of also. Got... <laughs> <laughs> me also. He got he, he got me also. That, where it was like cuz it was like his school and they were doing weird stuff and he was like, "No, it's part of a, it's part of being a method actor." And it was like, oh, uh, it looks like he's trying to jerk you up." Okay. The excuse the method acting. Mm-hmm. It's like the 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 Pete Townsend. I was I was just doing research. Pete the, the approach. <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing research. I, I was, I was just, just learning research. about the kids. Yeah, I was just learning about them so I could write behind blue eyes. Like that's not no, that's not quite how this works. You know what's it with his trauma behind those blue yeah, eyes? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tears. Yeah, that's not quite how this works, buddy. So. Piece of shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, no one knows what it's like to be the bad man. Shut nah. the fuck up. Nah. So. No, you're, I'm, I'm leaving you on that perch alone. You're going to sit there in the corner in timeout on your own, and you're going to think about what you've done. I, you need to think about what you've done here. You're going to sit in that fucking corner. going to be the sad man. Yeah. Oh, God. Now, Behind now, blue eyes. I'm the bad man. Mr. Townsend, stop! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, you get back in there. I'm, I'm back in the closet. I'm gonna show you what it's like to be the sad man. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's me. You might be wondering how I got in this situation. I was sex trafficked. <laughs> <laughs> they used my tears as loot. Okay, let's stop making fun of sex trafficked children. <laughs> yeah, just it, it's bad. It's a sad reality, and, yeah. it, and we need to stop. It's a real straight face. Stop them. Mm. Sex trafficking is bad. I looked at it the overhead very shot again. Sex trafficking is bad, ladies Don't and gentlemen. You know, I'll just look at the overhead shot that doesn't exist. It's sex really trafficking bad. is bad. Camera that doesn't exist up yeah, there anymore. Yeah, you keep looking up there. And it's a force of habit. Yeah. So I want to talk about the... Uh, the next couple of shows that we have. Because, of course, before our next week five bonus show, we have two more regularly scheduled shows, which means that we have two more uh, Keystone segments, which we have decided that we're probably going to do them in the, the second segment now of the show, at least for the time being. And so the next two Keystone segments that we have, next week we're going to do the first edition of Catching Up With The Crew. Now, I don't know if you guys remember... Uh, us planning this segment potentially uh, maybe a while back. I know it was a long time ago since we've been in the swing of doing regular shows. But the idea of catching up with the crew is it's like Story Wars, where we will all come to the table with a very particularly interesting anecdote that might have happened to us either this upcoming week or maybe within the past week. Keep it fairly recent. And so we're, we're going to have a little bit of a contest. We're going to have Story Wars, where we're all going to tell the most interesting anecdote that happened to us. And we're going to we're gonna kind of deliberate a little bit and we're going to see who has the highest quality story. And we're going to just, we're going to make instant judgments as to the quality of everybody's lives based on the one story that they've decided to tell before catching up with the crew. That's, oh, you must be really good at that, making instant judgments. Yeah, I mean, we, we've heard it. Yeah, we've heard it on this show before. So we've heard it tonight multiple times. So... Clearly, that means that I have the upper end, the upper the upper hand here in our first ever catching up with the crew. So we will do that next week. That'll be our keystone segment. The following week after, we're going to we're going to return this kind of happen. So that'll be the keystone segment the week after for episode number thirty. So that's that's the point of me talking about it right now. So I'm letting you know not next week, but the week after will be this kind of happen. So if you want to, it's my slight suggestion to get some stuff ready. If you want to, uh, oh, actually, are you talking to me? No, I'm. I was talking to the wall. Actually, <laughs> hey, you talking to me? Yeah, you talking to me? What do you What do you want me to? Yeah, I'd talk about. <laughs> it's your segment. It's it's a, it's literally like our. Oh, habits. that thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna talk about gnocchi. Okay, right. that's fair. That's oh yeah, that's we that's the one that that you that we didn't get to talk about. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, okay, guys, we're gonna talk about gnocchi, and then it's like the Holocaust. <laughs> Whoa! No, 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 yeah. no. Today It'll definitely be gnocchi. Mm, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm, mm, yeah. No, I'll figure something out. Yeah. So you you have two weeks actually. So in the meantime, next week, I just want all of you guys to keep this in mind over the next week to. Maybe if you have something interesting happen to you, think of a good way to tell that story. Have that story in your head because I want to hear your your storytelling chops. And we will get to that next week on Catching Up With The Crew. I want to hear your best. I want to get to know everybody because obviously this show is a vehicle to not only this show, but Voice of Light also. It's a chance for me to kind of 
bullshit about myself too. But catching up with the crew is a chance for uh, the audience to get to know you guys about as well as uh, some of the bullshit that that I've talked about here and there. So I want to give you guys that same opportunity that I've given myself in catching up with the crew. So we will do that next week. We will all have our very, very well-crafted and manifested personal anecdotes that we will bring to the table, and we'll put them to war. Well, they, it, we might, it, I don't know, it, we might just have to go to war about this, but we will, we'll figure it out next week. And I'm very, very much looking forward to, to hearing some of these, some of the personal anecdotes that we have, because I want to, I want to hear how much, how well you guys' storytelling chops have refined in the time that we've done this show, and I'm curious to, to hearing the work and the practice that has been put, been put in because I know that all of you guys have improved alongside of me at doing this, and so I want to hear. Uh, I want. Oh, excuse me, God. Yeah, that, so much that for was improvement. A, that was that. Jeez. We've right in the trash can. We've all improved so much. <laughs> <laughs> I came. <laughs> hey, uh, you, that was a call back to uh, the part of the show that you okay. weren't part of. That's I'm happy. I missed that part. Yeah, you did. You missed out on so much. So we'll get to that. I want to give you guys an opportunity to do that. And then, of course, the next week also we will have this kind of happened, which will lead us into our week five bonus show early or early later in October. So that's We're, all the stuff that's coming we'll up. Be on early, late in October. Early, late, and forever. So also, one last thing that I want to give a little bit of a plug to is the 30 Days Voice of Light Challenge. Today was day two out of 30, and essentially what that means is that I will be doing Voice of Light, which you can subscribe to my one-person show on Simulation Radio at voiceoflight.fm, facebook.com slash voiceoflight, which is actually the fact that I have that URL now is giving me a lot of new views to that page because I think that they're all religious people that are looking for... Uh, <laughs> and then they stumble upon your madness. Then, yeah. Then they st- I <laughs> and actually, you convert them. I actually put out like a clip <laughs> on that leader, man, on man. that Facebook page that specifically addresses the people that, uh, that just found the Voice of Light Facebook page because they're looking for a religious podcast. And I really hope you guys get a kick out of that video. You should start promoting it and like you should put like come listen to the word of god <laughs> See, I've, I've actually thought about maybe it. pivoting to that you should do it and then like people listen they'll be like he's just talking about himself and then you can be like yes i am god <laughs> See, i actually do an opening bit like the the opening read the opening read that i do at the beginning of voice of light every day in fact i'll i'll, I'll do it right now uh and now the serenading sensations of the world's most enlightened religious and spiritual entertainer just kidding. <laughs> and then then the theme song plays. And so I'm trying to bait people into uh, maybe thinking that it might actually be a religious talk show when it most clearly is not a religious talk show. See, do this for a while. You do this for like five years, build a big base, pivot, become Jim Baker. You're good. Mm. Just become a televangelist. They'll throw money at you. You sell them buckets of mayonnaise. These dumbasses are going to buy it anyway. Yeah, they're going to buy it. And then he can build his fucking three planes. That well, he... you're building it because you're Jim Baker now. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll take my three planes, goddammit. And That's when they, you don't say that, though. Oh, uh, fuck. You're fuck. You're right. Yeah. You can say I can't say else. fuck either. Okay. Yeah, actually, it. I can say fuck. And if you you become the, the, you know, like a dean of a Christian university, mm. and you can have your wife bang the pool boy, and you can watch. Mm. All right, so I just got to cut back on the goddammits. What <laughs> happened, by the way? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, just got to cut back on the goddammits, yes. and we will, and we'll figure it out. Yes, we should. Gosh darn it! Gosh darn it! I don't know if Cheese I can do that. Cheese and rice. Dagnabbit. That's a good one because that makes you seem like a hokey oh, southern preacher. Dagnabbit. Yeah. Say dagnabbit. I'm already trying to cut Gentiles. back on. Uh, oof. 
<laughs> I'm already trying to cut back on the amount of fucks that I say on the air, and cutting back, uh, just adding another thing to the list is really say, not going to do it. You could just say no fucks on the air. No, no fucks given. No fucks. You are given. very profane. So. I I don't disagree with that. Yeah, yeah I'm not even going to continue to qualify that with more conversation. You're you're completely right. It's and, and you keep <laughs> keep rambling on to hey. fill the dead air. Hey, hey! That keeps happening. What? Hey, that is a very, that is a very, very particular skill set. That I, if somebody put, if somebody put a gun to my head and said that if you stop talking, I will kill you or you will, you'll I'm die pretty, somehow, I would never die. I'm pretty sure someone put a gun to your head and said, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> that's exactly, and that's when you die. Yeah, that's, that's when you die. Yeah. Wait, but never. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Next time on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Well, what a good place to end off. That was the show, folks. We will be back next week for episode number 29. I will see everybody tomorrow night at 7 p.m. for Voice of Light for the 30 day challenge, day three. And the rest of us will see you next week. Bye. That's it, I'm out of here.